Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify you this morning. We honor you. We bless your name. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity that we have afforded us, O God, to share your word with your people. We bless you, O God, for your word. Father, let your word be a lamp unto our feet, O God. Father, let your zeal, O God, be in our hearts, O God. We thank you, Father, for that zeal for your word. We thank you, Father, for we will become doers of your word, not just readers of God. We thank you, Father, for everything that you have done for us. You are always faithful, O God. We thank you for your divine protection. We thank you for your divine mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your divine favor that is upon our lives. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Well, I greet you all, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am Latter-day Preacher. I come from South Africa to bring you nothing but the Word of God. And this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Well, it is another day that the Lord has made, and we shall truly rejoice in it without even wasting any time. Without even wasting any time. I just want to greet you and appreciate you, people from America, people from Europe, people from Asia, people from Africa who are always tuning on 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 this podcast. I thank you and I love you with the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. I know that there are people from Japan, believe it or not, that are tuning in on this podcast and I, I would like to greet you. Praise God. Without wasting any time, let us go into our word. Today we are looking at the book of Job because the intention behind is to encourage someone who might be going through what Job went through. It could be different, but whoever is facing challenges during this time of COVID-19, I just want to talk to you, praise God, this morning. I just, because it is a morning in South Africa, I just want to say something to you, praise God. So before we go. I just want to introduce you to the man they call Job. You might not know him because maybe you are reading the Bible, but you have not read this story. You have not yet read the story of Job. I want to introduce you to Job first, and then we will go to the test that Job Job had to endure, that he had to face, and, 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 and the importance of faith and, and relying on God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us read chapter 1, verse 1. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. Verse 2 says, He had seven sons and three daughters. Verse 3, And he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen and 500 donkeys and had a large summer of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the east. So we are not talking about an ordinary man as this scripture has revealed so far. But we are talking about Job. We are talking about a man the Bible describes him as a man who was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned the evil. 
So what kind of man are we talking about here? We are talking about a man who was righteous in the eyes of the Lord, who was blameless and upright in the in the eyes of the Lord. So as a result, praise mighty Jesus. This man was blessed. This man was wealthy. This man was rich. God blessed him with children, seven sons and three daughters, ten in total. And God has blessed him with many, many livestock. Praise camels, you can count them. A wealth, because this man was righteous. Praise my teacher. So the Bible says he was the greatest man among all the people of the East. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. So we, 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 we've described them. Now let's go to verse 4. Verse 4 says, His sons used to take turns holding feasts in their homes. And they would invite their three sisters to drink and to drink with them. Verse 5 says, When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them purified. So now uh, verse 4 is, is, is exposing us to, to, to his children and revealing us to what kind of children they had. Praise God. So it is very clear that his children were not as righteous as him. Praise God. So you can um, liken his children to the generation that we are in right now. You know, you, you, you are a righteous person. You love God. You, you serve. You worship God. You go to church. But your children, they, they, they love partying. They love nightclubs. You know, they love drinking. They love good times. Praise God. So as any Christian mother or father would do, you know, you are concerned about the behavior of your children. Of course, you will always pray for them. You will always that God will spare them. You will always pray that God will spare them. You will always pray that they, they, they will repent someday and, and serve the wonderful Jesus. Praise God. So this is exactly what Job was doing. Praise God. Because the Bible says that his sons used to take turns holding feasts in their homes and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So verse 3 says, when a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. Praise God. So Job was a, 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 a truly a God-fearing man. Praise God. A God-fearing man and a caring parent and a caring father. He was concerned about, obviously, about the behavior of his children. But that is not where we are. Praise God. Now, I'm going to introduce you to the tests that Job had to endure. Praise God. To the calamities that Job had to face. To the afflictions that Job had to face. Praise mighty Jesus. Just to prove to you, hallelujah, that some of the things that you are going through, praise God, some of the things, in fact, all the things that you are going through, God has allowed them to take place in our heart, in our lives. Praise mighty Jesus. The calamities that we are facing, 
the afflictions when we, that you are facing, the challenges that you are facing, God has allowed them to take place. God has allowed them to take place. And if you are a child of God who believes in God and who is convicted in his faith in God and God alone, then you will endure. Praise God. Now, let us go to Job. Now, in verse 6, we are introduced to the Job's first test. In, in verse 6, we are introduced to Job's first test. Hallelujah. Now, verse 6 says, One day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. So, in verse 7 says, the Lord says to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming through the earth and going back and forth from it. Praise God. So, obviously, uh, verse 6 describes a meeting that was in heaven. God with his angels. And in the midst, Satan came. He gave trust, if I might put <laughs> uh, put it like that the meeting that was in heaven praise God so God asked them where have you gone so where 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 have you come from so Satan answered the Lord from roaming through the, the earth and, and, and going back and forth from it so verse 8 says then the Lord said to Satan have you considered my servant job praise God because God knows that the duty or what Satan does and what he is good at is to turn the righteous man against God. Praise God. But there are men that Satan, a man and woman that Satan cannot touch. Praise God. Because of their faith and their faith in God alone. Praise God. So God says to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Because I know that you have not been um, roaming on the earth um, uh, for nothing. You know, you you you've been misleading my people. You've been leading them. Uh, you've been leading them astray. You've been causing my people to to follow you to hell. You've been turning my people against me. Praise God. But have you considered among the people that you have turned you? Among the people that you were able to convince to turn their backs on me, have you considered my, 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 my servant job? Because, okay, praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So the Lord said, have you considered my servant job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright and man who fears God and shuns evil. Now God is boasting about our oh man. I would really love if God would, would boast about me to Satan. I would really love it. You know, that means that uh, you know I am pleasing him. I am doing exactly what he expects his servants to do because he was boasting um, uh, about John to Satan and about about Job to to Satan, basically. You know, because why? He knew. Because the Bible says that God is a spirit that searches our hearts. 
praise God. That is why you can read Jeremiah 17, verse 10. You will see what I'm talking about. That he says, I, the Lord, searches the hearts of men. Praise God. And I reward them according to their conduct. Praise God. That is the Lord that we serve. He is the spirit that searches our hearts. So he knows the deep thoughts of our hearts. He knows what lies in our hearts. So he knew what lied in the heart of Job. He knew that Job was not pretending to be a righteous man, but he was truly a righteous man. Praise God. So, praise mighty Jesus. And then listen to the reply of the devil. So God says there is no one like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. So verse 9 says, does God fear, does, does Job fear God for nothing? Very important question. Very important. I'll tell you why it is important. You know, this question, I am sure even today, praise mighty Jesus, that the, the devil is still asking the same question when he looks at some of us as Christians. He's still asking the same question, praise, before he misleads you. He still asks that question that, do you fear God for nothing? So there must be something why you fear God. You fear God because he blessed you. So if I can take away the blessings of God, if I can take away your cars, the mansions, the money, I am sure that you will turn your back on God. Praise God. Praise God. If I can, if I, if I, if I, if, if I can touch you on your skin, and cause uh, pestilences to come upon you, I am sure that you will turn your back from God. So Satan is asking this question, says, does Job fear God for nothing? Because it could be he fears God because he knows that he has all this wealth. Praise God, because God because, because that is why he fears that is why he loves God so much that is why he's so righteous because he has everything that he's ever dreamed of if I can only take what he has away from him I'm sure within a second he will turn against the same God that he pretended to, 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 to love for so long that he pretended to fear for so long so that is a very important question, a vital question that we should, all of us, we should be asking ourselves. It's very funny that the devil has to ask that question because that is what we should be asking ourselves as Christians today. Do I love God? Am I in church? Am I worshiping God? Am I praising him? Praise mighty Jesus because of what he has done for me. What if he takes away the cars I have? What if he takes away the mansion that I live in? What if he takes away all this money? Will I still be in love with God? Will I still serve him? Will I still serve him and worship him as I do right now? Praise mighty Jesus. Will I be like Simon and Silas when they were bound hands and feet, but they were praising him in that moment? But they were worshiping him in that moment. The Bible says that they were praying him to, to him in that moment. Praise God. So this is a question that we should be asking ourselves. It is a vital question, brothers and sisters. So let us continue with the 
scripture. So, does Job fear God for nothing? So Satan replied, verse 10, Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. Verse 11, But stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. You see? Now Satan being cunning, as he, as he always is from the beginning of time. Now, he says to the Lord, of course, he's fearing you because of what you gave him. You know, he has all these things. You've, prote- you've been protecting him all this time. You've blessed the work of his hands. Look at the wealth that this man has accumulated. You know, why would he not, why would he not love you? <laughs> he loves you, of course. Everybody, anyone would love would love you if you blessed him so much. Praise mighty Jesus. So Satan says to God, take away everything that he has and see if he will not curse you. Because I assure you, he will surely curse you to your face. Then verse 12 says, the Lord said to Satan, very well then, everything he has is in your hands. But on the man himself do not lay your finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. He did not just go out he was going out to destroy or to what he thought uh, to uh, to destroy or to try to destroy who to try to destroy job praise mighty jesus god had so much faith in in, in, in job you know i know that it is human beings that are supposed to have faith in god but when you have faith, when you have so much faith in God, God intends have so much faith in you. Because God will not, he was so confident that the devil cannot and will not be able to turn Job against him. That is why he said, okay, go ahead, take away everything he has. Let's see. Now, let's go to verse 13. So, verse 13 says, one day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, verse 14, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby. 15. And the Sabians came and the Sabians attacked and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Verse 16, while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Verse 17, while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camel and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword. I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Verse 18 says, While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house. 19. When suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them and they, they, they are dead and I am the only one who has escaped.
let us talk about this brothers and sisters this is a righteous man of god as the bible describes him a blameless man a bright man a man who feared god and who done evil why would such bad things happen to him there are praise god unrighteous men out there they are wicked men out there why would a righteous man of god why would it happen to a righteous man well bad things happen to good people bad things happen to good people that is the moral of this story bad things happen to good people and i want you to understand one thing that job lost everything in one day in one day he was told that praise god that not only he lost his livestock his camels and, and oxen everything that he had in one day but he lost he lost his servants he lost everything and he but most of all he lost his children he lost his wealth in one day his servants he lost his children 10 of his children were gone in one day and we are talking about a righteous man what is it that you have lost as a righteous man as you are as righteous as you are as a man of god and a woman of god as you are as a child of god as saved child of god dedicated and serving and worshiping god but you've been going through sicknesses lately but you've lost your employment lately but your business has turned another corner lately it is no longer doing well lately but and it, lately you've been laid off from work lately you've been demoted from your work lately nothing is going well in your your, ma- your marriage is a mess lately and spiritually you have not been oh my goodness spiritually you are so low lately nothing seems to be going to right lately praise mighty jesus you might be asking yourself why are all these things happening to me there are so many wicked people around me my neighbors they are wicked they don't even serve god praise god there are family members in my family who are wicked who are, who are not serving god but they are doing so well in life they have money they have everything that they they can think of but i've lost everything but i don't have employment but i'm going through this and i'm going through that praise god this is a test as i said yesterday on on yesterday segment some of these things we cannot escape praise god we cannot escape unfortunately this river jordan too it is for us to cross for us to cross and for god my goodness to help us to cross it praise mighty jesus these calamities oh god my these pestilences that we are facing oh god praise god they are only there for a moment oh god praise lord jesus they are only there for a moment oh god you cannot my focus on them don't praise the things that are are hurting you right now but praise god hallelujah i've made an example of of silas and 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 and, and paul when they were in jail when they were bound feet and hands praise god instead of crying praise god instead of praising the the problem that they were facing the bible says at midnight they began to praise god 
they were worshiping in psalms and songs and they were they were praying they were so joyful praise god it is in that moment oh god when the lord comes to your rescue it is that moment oh god when the lord comes to your rescue imagine a man like like job who lost everything in one day his wealth his servants his respect his dignity his everything gone in one day and this is a man that the bible describes as blameless as upright as a man who fears god but i love his response to everything that he has lost praise god this was the first test by the way there is a second test hallelujah this was the first test listen to this listen to verse 20 verse 20 says at this job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head then he fell to the ground in worship and said naked i came from my mother's womb and naked i will depart the lord gave and the lord has taken away may the name of the lord be praised verse 22 in all this job did not sin by charging god with wrong doing in a time of his pain in a time of his loss in a time of his drift the bible says the first thing that job did was to talk his clothes in drift that was a to 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 demonstrate his his drift he shaved his head to his head praise god to demonstrate his drift praise god to show that he was that he was in drift and then the second thing that he did praise god he fell to the ground in worship <laughs> he fell to the ground in worship what would you do if it was you he fell so we must learn something from 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 job we must learn how we should react when bad things happen to us as good people how we should react when bad things happen to us as righteous men and righteous women of god how we should repent we should repent we should react when afflictions come when calamities come when we lose our children oh god when we lose our family members when we lose our husband due to covid-19 we should learn how as people we have faith in god the bible says that job fell down on his knees in worship and he began to confess his words naked i came from my mother's womb and naked i will depart hallelujah so even though job had all this wealth but he knew where he was standing with god and he knew that the wealth that he had accumulated it was only a blessing from god praise god it was not only a blessing from god but it did not define his faith on god the wealth that he had did not define his faith did not define his relationship with god but it was only a blessing he recognized and and acknowledged that you can lose material things just like that but that does not mean that you have lost the relationship that you have with god that does not mean that god has turned his back
back on you in your time of need. You can lose the things that you have. You can lose your car. It can be repossessed any day. You can lose your house. It can be bent down any day. You can lose your children, your husband, your wife. You can lose your family members, your mother or your father. Praise mighty Jesus. They came from the dust and from the dust they will go. So this is a very important lesson, a lesson that we should all learn that in our times of grief, in our times of loss, that we should recognize one thing, that we came naked into this world. And when we go back, we will be naked. Praise mighty Jesus. None of these things that we, we, we worship, the material things that we have, make us. None of these things define our relationship with God. None of these things mean nothing in our faith and or in our walk with God. Praise God. Our walk with God is spiritual. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go to chapter 2. Job's second test. Let us go to verse 3. From chapter 2 to verse 3. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity. Though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Verse 4, skin for skin, Satan replied, a man will give all he has for his own life. Verse 5, but stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones and he will surely curse you to your face. Now Satan is coming with another plan. He has, fa he has failed, praise God, to turn Job against God in the first instance. He took everything that Job had and God allowed it to happen, praise God. Just like he allowed the thing that you are going through right now to happen in your life. Praise God. That does not mean that he has turned his back on you. That does not mean that God is not there with you. He is there. He's holding his hands and looking at you. And as you worship him in your time of need, in your time of grief, in your time of loss, as you worship him, as you praise him, he is smiling and he is proud because he knows that what you are going through right now will lead you into a double portion. What you are going, God will restore everything that you have lost. God will restore everything that the devil has taken away from you. God will restore it in hundredfolds. Praise God. Then the devil said, You can attack his flesh. No man will still praise God when he's sick in hospital or he's about to die. Not a righteous man anyway. Then the Bible says, The Lord said to Satan, Very well, in verse 6, Then he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. Verse 7, So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. So verse 8 said, Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and strapped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. These sores might have been very painful. You know, oh Lord, I cannot, um, I try to imagine it, I, I don't know. After you have lost everything, you 
have lost your children you have lost your work now this and you are and you know that you are a righteous man you know that you love god you know that you shun evil you hate even you know that you love everything that is righteous you pray you are a prayerful man of god you love god but all these things happen to you why does bad things happen to good people why do they happen to good people as i said yesterday some of these things are not meant to break you some of these things are there to make you strong thank you lord jesus then job took a piece of broken pottery and stretched himself with it as he sat among the ashes so verse 9 says you see, you see before i go to verse 9 because the, the, exactly verse 9 okay let me go to verse 9 first and read verse 9 his wife said to him are you still holding on to your integrity curse god and die this is the first person that should be standing with with him with with his husband job encouraging him praying with him loving him in his moment of weakness loving him in his dreams yes of course she is driven too but when it comes to faith and faith in god her faith is just not there and now he's asking a silly and a stupid question to 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 his husband to her husband to say that are you still holding on to god imagine if 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 job had 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 listened to that voice it would be like when Ab- when when adam and, and eve listened to the voice of the serpent praise god in the garden of eden instead of listening to to the voice of god in instead of obeying what god had said to them that they should not eat from 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 the tree of knowledge imagine if job had to listen that would mean that you know he is no different from adam he is no different from eve praise god that would mean he has betrayed god that would mean his faith is questionable praise god because the voice of his wife became a voice of evil because it was not her wife who was talking praise god but the devil was using her wife praise god hallelujah to try and mislead him to try and turn him against god but because of his faith in god and because of his fear of god listen to his reply when he replies to his wife praise my jesus in verse 10 he replied you are talking like a foolish you are talking like a foolish woman you are talking like a foolish woman shall we accept good from god and not trouble that is a question that goes to all of us today who are listening to this podcast who are listening to this podcast this is a beautiful question shall we accept good from god and not trouble shall we accept good from god and not trouble by this question 
job means this shall we accept when things are good when we still have our jobs shall we have joy shall we accept it shall we rejoice when we have our jobs when our marriages are still good when we still have our wealth when everything is still is still good but when the moment things go bad the moment things go sour the moment we lose people we love the moment we lose the wealth we have the moment we lose the money the moment we lose everything praise god do we do then curse god because of that what kind of of servants of god will we be if we if we, if we, if we behaved like that if we did that that will mean that you know what we said with our mouth praise god was just that what we said but our hearts were wicked so job said you are talking like a foolish woman shall we accept good from god and not trouble praise god is the in in all this job did not sin in what he said job did not sin in what he said let me just summarize the end let me just summarize the end the, the what comes out of this story is that job through his loss through his grief he had his wife who was he spoke against god where who had uh, uh, his wife who, who was uh, 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 i can call her um, a devil's av- advocate and whispering um, uh, what the devil says to job but job rebuked him harshly rebuked him praise god and put her in her place praise god and continued to complain Job was groaning <laughs> moaning and groaning just like any man when you are in pain not just physical pain but you you are grieving from the loss of your children oh god and perhaps you are thinking about the things you had and on top of that there's this pain there's this sores and you are grieving and, and and you are human that does not mean that you don't trust god anymore so through his moaning and groaning job never turned from god because he maintained that i don't know why this is happening from from to i don't know why this is happening to me because i feel like i don't deserve it I know that I am not a sinner. I don't know why would God allow this kind of thing happening to me. If you knew that you were a righteous man, you would also question God. Praise God. But that does not mean that you have turned your back against God. You are not cursing God, but you are questioning God. Why are you allowing these such things to happen to me? Why are you allowing 1 2 3 to to happen to me but you know me very well that I love you I fear you I am a righteous man I I, I shun evil why would you let and then they there's he his his two friends the three friends you know he had his three friends with him praise god and then his three friends came you know and and his three friends were Eliphaz 
Bildad and Shuhat and Zophar. His three friends came and they were worried about him. In fact, the Bible says they, they were there with him, supporting him. You know, for seven days, they were with him. Praise God. But in their support, they were also questioning him that could this be your own doing? You know, so they, they were basically saying to him, you know, look, I, I don't think that God would do this to you. I just think that you should repent. So obviously you have sinned. That is why this is happening. In other words, you have brought this upon yourself. That is what they were saying. So Job was trying to argue that, you know, you are talking nonsense. Basically, you don't know. You are talking nonsense. Basically, they were talking nonsense at the end of the day. So what happened to Job is that at the end of his pain, his grief, and everything else, praise mighty Jesus. But at the end of it all, the Bible says that he got double of what he lost. God blessed him. He got double the children, double the wealth, and 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 and, and his need and 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 more years were added to him. Praise mighty Jesus. You see, because he persevered, he endured through the pain. Praise God. He still loved. He still feared God. He still believed in God through what he was going through. Praise mighty Jesus. So this is a lesson for us that no matter the amount or no matter how big is the pain that you, the, the, the problem that you are going through, no matter how big it is, praise mighty Jesus. It is not big enough for God. It is not big to God. It is not big to God. You might say, I have lost my children due to COVID-19. I have lost my husband. I have lost my mother. I have lost my parents. I have lost my business. I have lost my wealth. Don't you trust God? I have a question for you. Don't you trust God? If you do, then this is a time for you to worship Him. Praise Him. In your time of loss, in your time of grief, it is the right time for you to worship Him, to praise Him. It is your time of you, for you to thrive upon Him. It is a time for you to cast your burdens on Him. Praise mighty Jesus. Cast your burdens. If they are too heavy for you, He will give you rest. He has promised us that. He will give you rest. Never turn your back on God. Believe in Him. Love him even in your darkest hour, in your darkest moment. He is there and he is the light. He is the one who will bring the light into your life in the name of Jesus. Well, that's it. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We bless your name. We thank your word, O oh God. May your word, O oh God, be a lamp unto our feet, O oh God. Father, open our hearts. May your word be a seed into our hearts. May it grow and grow and grow and grow until we become doers of your word in the name that is above any other name, the name of Jesus. I am Latter-day Preacher from South Africa. This is your podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. I'll see you next time, brothers and sisters. May the good God take care of you. May he protect you. May he favor you. May he favor you. May he favor you in Jesus' mighty name. Well, bye-bye. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you with the love.
now before Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.